Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Hi, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Fazia Costi, and today we are speaking with Janine Thompson. And before I introduce her, I want to know, are you are you searching for that elusive something missing? Do you feel an urgency that time is clicking by too fast? And if you don't crack that code on your life, you'll have regrets? Are parts of your life thriving less than you sense is possible? Completely off course or turned upside down? Do your global unfoldings feel overwhelming? All around us, life seems to be turning upside down. So enter the great search. What is going on? Who am I? These are questions we'll all ask ourselves, and the answer is closer than it might seem. So welcome, Janine, to the show. Thank you. I am delighted to be with you and your listeners. Well, thank you so much. I'm really excited to talk to you because you have a very unique perspective. But before we start talking about um, the human experience, I'd like our listeners to know a little bit more about you. Could you talk a little bit about you and your background and and, and share your lovely uh, history? <laughs> I, I will indeed. Thank you. It's been a, an eclectic professional history, to say the least. For a decade, I was an evidence-based psychotherapist treating anxiety disorders, OCD, and the like. Uh, the next uh, 12 years, I was in business in a variety of roles, uh, predominantly as the head of international HR. And uh, then I went on my own search, which we'll talk about at some point. And that led me to Reiki and um spiritual growth and spiritual seeking. So it's been this career that seems divergent, but at the core of my coaching, writing, and speaking today, people come to me because there's a gap in what they're experiencing and what they believe is possible for their life, whether it presents as a yearning or restlessness, or maybe some aspect of their familiar identity has been stripped away or shaken, health, relationships, etc. Or they just know a, a, another level of um, success in their career is possible. They come to me because what they use, what they're used to in terms of their success solutions, they're no longer working and they cannot figure it out. They're usually great problem solvers. And um, I teach them through both science and evidence-based practices and soul-infused strategies to tap into potential that most of us leave on the table every day. And uh, it is this potential, this inner wisdom that will uh, lead your listeners to the peace and joy and fulfillment uh, they're really seeking. Well, can you talk, talk, talk us through that potential? What, what is that potential? Give us an example, if you don't mind. Sure. So m- most of us, like myself, when I was an evidence-based Um, psychotherapist, and even as a Fortune 50 executive, I would go to best practices, you know, and Mm -hmm. I would 
you know, what are best practices for whatever it might be, productivity, sure. innovation, et cetera. So we, I was always going external. And most of those best practices, although they um, certainly serve an important purpose, they're always external. They're using our mind. And the, the greater potential of who we are exists in our other two brains, because we have three brains, our gut brain, our heart brain, and our head brain. And infinite wisdom, any answers that you might be searching for, the solutions you're searching for, they're actually better discerned through our heart brain and our, and our gut brain. Wow, thank you so much for explaining that. It's, it's truly fascinating. Uh, you know, I've I've been interviewing quite a lot of um, interesting people, and this is the first time I've heard the three different brains. Right. So I find it fascinating. If you don't mind elaborating more on that, I would love to hear more. Absolutely. So the gut brain is uh, one of instinct and survival. And very often your listeners, we use our gut brain all the time. We just didn't know it was an actual um, brain, you know? <laughs> and uh, this, so that's kind of the, I sense brain. The heart brain per science is described as the brain of affect or the I feel brain. Um, but our spiritual teachers would say that it's also the um, mystical heart where we have access to wisdom and infinite intelligence right within our being today. And then the head brain, of course, is the I think brain, the analytical and the cognitive. And it is a myth buster for most of us. None of us were ever taught that we have three brains and we're often I mean, taught I think that if you think about it, we're often taught, um, use your head, figure it out. And actually data would say that 70 to 80% of information actually flows upward from the gut to the heart, to the head brain. So it's literally the opposite of what we've been trained and the art is um, using the three brains in, in concert. So we truly can use the best of, of each of these brains. Wow, that's impressive. Thank you for sharing that. That's it's very interesting. I'm going to have to research that a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, thank you. So let's talk a little. I want to split up the show into two segments. And like we talked about before, I, um, I want to talk a little bit about the quote unquote problem. And then the second half, we'll talk about the solution to those problems. So let's talk a little bit about why is searching a universal part of, of the human experience? Why do we need that search? You know, I think that, uh, first of all, we've been trained to search for the next thing, we're always, I think about it, even since kindergarten, we're always, you know, on a search for when we're in kindergarten, we think first grade is going to be like the greatest, right? When we get out <laughs> of elementary school, um, 
you know, we want to get to high school because that's going to be better. When we're done with high school, we think, oh, yeah, we're going to get a job and then that's going to be better. So I think in many ways, we've been trained to always be on a search that we will be happy when, when I get this education, when I get this relationship, when the debt is paid, you know, et cetera. And most of us, there's, I think, been a pretty prescribed formula for the definition of success that we were all um, enculturated in. And the truth is, is that while a job, while a relationship, while maybe the house, the accoutrements, all those things that many people think of are, you know, success, while they can um, lead to satisfaction and fulfillment on one level, there'll come a time in each of your listeners' lives where all of that stuff, you know, many of my clients come to me and they're like, Janine, I just no longer have the same juice. Like, what is wrong? Like, I I did, I followed the program, you know, I went to school or I got the job, I worked for the promotions, I did this, I did that, I got the house, and something's still missing. Why is that? And I think it's because the external search will never give you your inner answers on what's going to give you peace and fulfillment and meaning in your life. What do people normally um, find when they find peace? What, what gives them that peace? Well, I think that that's um, a question that can only be answered by each individual, right? As I'm working with clients or as the listeners um, start learning how to tune in, and we'll talk about that in the second part of the show. Okay. As you start to tune inward, what peace means to each individual is unique. So part of what I have them do is even just ask, like, what does fulfillment look like for me? Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, where do people primarily look for answers? Um, you, you talked a little bit about, you know, when I get the next job, when I get the next piece of education. But is that the only thing they look for or are there other things as well? Well, I think to answer the first question, where do they look? I think most of us are trained to look outside of us. Let's go to an expert. Let's go to a class. Let's Let's go somewhere else. And all of those take us outside of ourselves. You know? Right. The invitation actually is what I call the beauty of the and, you know, I still love science. That's how I learned about the three brains. Um, And I call it soul. Some people might call it entelechy. You know, Aristotle said it was the uh, entelechy is a seed of uh, potential or realization. It's the entelechy of a caterpillar to become a butterfly the entelechy of an acorn seed to become an oak tree. So all of your listeners too have this seed of potential. And that fundamentally is the search. At some point, life comes knocking on your door and says, 
there's a greater possibility for your life. And often that comes masquerading as the details of challenge or crisis, but really it's an invitation to turn back inward. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I think it gives uh, our listeners quite a bit to think about because, you know, you're right. We we tend to look outward, but to shift that knowledge and, and start looking inward and finding out that you have more potential than you thought you did, I think is is quite a breakthrough. Well, it really is. And I think people will be surprised that the heart speaks and you, they each will have their own unique language in which their inner wisdom reveals itself. But that will give you the um, kind of the vision, if you will, and the picture and, and next right actions. And we're certainly going to engage our head brain, right, to take steps and, and et cetera. But um, wow. Once we stop asking others for our answers, we reconnect with vital pieces of ourselves we've lost along the way in our functioning, in our efforts to try and be successful, in our efforts to try and be happy. Um, We've actually lost connection with ourselves. Interesting. Are there any limitations to this approach that you offer your clients when you're coaching with them? Uh, Limitations to tuning inward? Yes. Yeah. No, uh, there isn't because there's actually only one expert that's going to know your answer. And that's actually yourself. You can call it higher self. You can call it soul. Uh, For some, they have a connection to God or the universe and source. So I always say it's source within us, around us in life, via nature and all sorts of symbolism. And then beyond us, a power greater than us. We're not not doing this earth school gig on our own. Thank goodness we're always supported. But I don't think there uh, is a single limitation of turning inward. I think what people do at times, though, Afazi, uh, is that they um, they don't trust themselves. So they might only listen to part of an answer or act on part of a guidance and then say, wait a minute, you know, this didn't turn out the way it was supposed to. I can't trust my heart. Um, but if we actually tune in and take even a small step towards alignment with higher guidance. I believe that when we take one step, the universe offers us 10 steps to help um, give us air under our wings. Can you give me an example of how this would work for somebody? Like when something changes within them, how it starts to manifest externally? Sure. So, um, I think one of the ways that it can manifest externally is that they are living uh, more congruently day to day. 
A lot of people actually have dreams sown in their hearts or wonderings. I wonder what it would be like if I could do this and that, 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 that. But they don't do it because it wasn't either aligned with their prescribed pathway of success, or maybe it wasn't supported in their family, or maybe they yet didn't have a belief in themselves that they could make it happen. And so a lot of times what I see when people start to live the, the beauty of the and, spend some time in silence, create a relationship with your soulful self and listen to that inner wisdom they start to feel more fully alive. They start to reconnect with that part of themselves that maybe has been sitting on the back burner now for decades. You know, many of us have had these ideas, um, wishes, hopes, sown in our hearts, but we just, we let life um, get too loud and drown them out. Very interesting. Thank you so much. Um, where should we really be turning for answers in our search? If, if we're looking for specific answers and we don't want to look outward, how, how do we search for those answers? Well, I think um, I used the phrase before the beauty of the and. So I never think it is just one or the other. I don't think we can just spend, you know, 10 hours a day in meditation or out in nature, you know, tuning into ourselves as awareness and about all this higher wisdom and then sit on the couch and go, okay, life, make it happen. Right. So I I think what I'm proposing here is the beauty of the ad tune inward each day, ask, ask, how does life want to move through me? What, do I want out of life? You know, and let those answers marinate. And when you start to get a little whisper, when you start to, you know, get some definition and color, then let's do the beauty of the end. Then you might do some more research on, oh, you know what? I think I should open up this business I've been thinking about. Then I might, of course, explore, you know, what are the fundamentals of, you know, opening up an LLC or, you know, whatever it might be. So it's an and. Inward is our most expansive, creative, personal answers and and map for our life. But then we're asked to live outward in the world, you know? So it's a beauty of the and. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, it does, actually. Um, I know we said that we would start part two after the break, but um, if you're open to it, I'd like to start talking a little bit more about uh, the solution portion of this conversation. Would you be agreeable to that? Okay. Wherever we'll we'll make it work. Let's just work with it. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So, what happens when the search goes unsatisfied for too long? A lot of people have these ideas in their head, and like you said, they marinate over for decades sometimes. Yeah. What happens when when they're um, they're just unsatisfied? Well, when we get whispers and we ignore them for whatever it is, days, months, or decades eventually life will get louder. You know, I think night life will show up with a with a an easy love note, you know, like mm, 
you know, you get a curiosity about something. That's an invitation to explore it. Go explore it. Doesn't mean you have to act on it in this second. But most of us, like ourselves, our soul gives us clues long in advance before life is going to get really loud in most cases, right? So for me, I remember I was on a a vacation in Mexico and I was a Fortune 50 exec. And I heard myself say to one of my best friends, someday I'm going to leave this job. Like, I just know there's something more. I honestly, it was like something was speaking through me. I loved my job. I loved my family. I, I had no intention of leaving. And yet it was very clear. And I almost dropped my cocktail on the floor at the time. I was so surprised. And every night I would wake up at 3.33 a.m. in the morning saying, there's something more for you. There's something more for you. Interesting. Yeah, I kept pushing it aside. Mm -hmm. And I tried to gratitude it away. I thought, oh, my goodness, Janine, just be grateful, honey. You have got so many things to be grateful. So I tried to gratitude it away. I try to travel it away. Like we try all these other things, right? right? That thing is going to, but it, it only got louder. And then, then there's always a shakeup in our life. When we do not live our internal truths out loud, when we do not live in congruence with our values, what we know to be true about ourselves, what we're discovering about ourselves, a shakeup's going to happen. Sometimes the shakeup is quiet. You know, it's internal. It's the restlessness. Hmm. You're not sleeping. It's the self-punishing when you should be happy, but you're not. For other people, it's more externally visible. A relationship is very strained or falls apart. You get a health scare. Your job changes out of the blue. Like some part of your identity just gets shaken or stripped away, right? So it can be quiet or it can be loud, but at the core of it, life is saying how you're living needs to shift. Right. You're ready for another level of growth. You may not feel like it. You may not even have a clue how you're going to get through this, but you're going to come to know a part of yourself maybe hidden skills that you never knew you had, maybe a creative talent. I mean, there's all, there is this trove of jewels that exist in our inner potential. And that will be revealed in the struggle. Most of us, and it doesn't have to be this way. Oftentimes I will hear, or at least from my, um, humble perspective. Oftentimes I will hear people say, you know, blank's got to hit the fan before, you know, somebody changes or it's, it's, you got to hit rock bottom before it changes. I actually think that that's a myth. I I agree with you. I I don't think that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I think, but here's the, here's the flip of it. And this is an important nuance. Although I don't think that's energetically true. Like you and I could make a decision and so could each of your listeners. Right. Like I am going to shift this and they could instantaneously change can occur instantaneously. But the truth is most of us get complacent when life is working. 
even if we're not even all that thrilled with it, even if we're <laughs> no longer happy, the we are a pain avoidant society. So yeah, we, I'm laughing because I've done that. <laughs> right? We don't want to rock the boat. We do not want to, and there's a trade-off. Sometimes mm-hmm. in the pursuit of congruence, something we know we're meant to live something we know we're meant to offer back in service to this great earth um, might upset the apple cart temporarily in other parts of our life, might not be met with, oh, congratulations, (laughs) go for it. It might be the opposite. Like, are you nuts? When I left my Fortune 50 job to begin my search, people are like, you've got the perfect life. What? is wrong with you. And I that's why I ignored it for a long time too. I'm like, well, they're right. What is wrong with me? You know, so I think um, there's always going to be a bit of a trade-off, but your heart's yearning is your soul's will. Your yeah, absolutely. Heart, your heart's yearning is your soul's will. If you're hearing a whisper, it means it deserves further curiosity, further attention, further awareness. Life is actually speaking to us all day long. We are getting hundreds of love notes saying, you never travel alone. I've got your back. I'm with you. Notice this. Pay attention to that quote. Notice that song on the radio. Mm -hmm. Listen to that line in that book. Like there's a thousand different love notes a day and we're so busy functioning. You know, for me, I was a single mom. So it was like, oh my gosh, up at five o'clock, get everything ready for school, take a business meeting before we got the kids to the school. Ding, 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 ding. Right. I literally was functioning in life, but I was not living fully alive. I didn't wake right. up fire in the morning. Like now I wake up and I'm like, oh, how can I fall in love with life today? Like what's this gig gonna be about today? You know? Yeah. No, I, I love the joy that you you bring to it. Yeah. You know, somebody once said to me, if you don't listen to the whispers, you'll be forced to listen to the screams. That's what I'm saying. It can and- yeah, it can be dramatic. It can actually be very dramatic. You, it absolutely you know. can. And there's no doubt. I call them 911s from your soul. Like I said, sometimes they're quiet. And perhaps um, nobody else knows the quiet desperation that you're on. Uh, sometimes it's visible to others. Sometimes it's instantaneous. Right. Sometimes so tragic or sad happens and you couldn't have seen it coming. You couldn't know one. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I I definitely agree with you. We need to go to a break in a couple minutes. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Sure. You can find me at my website, janinethompson.net. janinethompson.net. I'm on Facebook, Janine Thompson, LLC, and Instagram, underscore Janine Thompson, underscore. And we will have a banner for you on our website. So if somebody did want to connect with you, they can go directly to your website. Um, And that banner should be up in the next week or so. Um, And if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. You can subscribe to our magazine, Executive Function Magazine. And our next issue comes out the 10th of March. 
so if you'd like to get a copy, now would be a great time to subscribe. And if you are interested in um, being a, a guest on the show, you can connect with me also through the website. Or if you'd like a free consultation, uh, shoot me an email or give me a call at 480-648-1122. And we'll be back after these messages. Thank you for listening. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Bozzi Acosti is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Bozzi works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions? Like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guest will discuss all things beyond the bridge. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fozzie Acosti or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. Hi, welcome back. I'm Fazia Costi, and today we are speaking with Janine Thompson. Uh, welcome back, Janine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying our conversation, and I'd like to continue talking a little bit more about the solutions. So let's talk about your soul 911. What is that? Yeah, I coined that term 911 from your soul. I, I wrote my book in a forest uh, by my house. And that in and of itself is a magical story. And your listeners, I encourage him to go to my website. You're going to see some pretty incredible pictures. There was this wood table in the middle of a forest, which was a block from my house that for three years I didn't even know existed. And so that's one way inner wisdom shows up. I had been meditating and praying for a writing retreat. And I thought, oh, I might go to San Francisco to Mere Woods. I might go to Washington. 
And a neighbor I had never walked with before um, asked me to go on a walk. And she took me past a dead end and I never went through it. I had passed it literally over 300 times because I walk at least twice a day. And uh, she took me on the path. And the next day I thought, "Hmm, I'm going to go on the arch, you know, the road less uh, traveled. There was no pavement there. And I got to the bottom. I got to the bottom and I looked up at this giant hill and I went, I think that there's a a table in the middle of this forest. I'm like, oh, Janine, for crying out loud, there cannot be a table in the woods. <laughs> sure enough, is this gorgeous wooden table. And that's why I wrote my book, by tuning inward every day and listening how life wanted to move through me so that other people could reignite their own light and potential and love. I love it. That's that's fantastic. And since we're talking about your book, where can somebody get a copy? <laughs> Excuse me. You were talking about a scratchy throat. Now I think we the bit. I'm going to take a little drink here. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I did not mean to give you my scratchy throat. <laughs> I, I'm totally teasing. It just means we're in good resonance. Here. That's right. That's right. All right. So you can find my book, 911 from Your Soul, on Amazon. Barnes and Noble, that is true for your international listeners as well, the Amazon piece. Also your local bookstores. I love some um, supporting local community stores. So just go in and it's in the Ingram catalog and they can order it. So however however you find it, um, if this is speaking to you today, I think that this is a book of remembering remembering the truth of who we are, the fullness of who we are in both our humanity and our divinity, in our joy and in our pain. And um, I I think it will enliven a whole new way of living fully alive in this world that needs all of us right now to shine as bright as we can. That's fantastic. So there you go. 911 from your soul. Yeah. by Janine Thompson. Uh, make sure you get your copy today. I think it's going to be a fantastic read and hopefully change your life. That, yeah. that would be fantastic for the better, obviously, for the yeah. better. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that 911 from your soul. Let's talk a little bit about like, how did you know that, how, how does somebody know that that's what they're experiencing? Sure. So I'm going to have your listeners, if it's safe for them to do so, just close your eyes right now and listen and see if any of these are resonant. And if you're in the car or on the train or wherever you might be, just uh, just listen. So one of the ways that a 911 from your soul shows up is that you feel lost, like unsure about the trajectory of your life and your traditional resources or problem solving or everything that's maybe helped you get through or succeed in the past is not working. Um, a second is that the things that used to bring you joy fall flat. You just don't have the same juice for those things. For many, they'll say, something's missing. I don't know what it is, but they're restless. When, whenever they're somewhere, they feel like they should be somewhere else. And they're just not happy. Some hop from opportunity to opportunity to opportunity. They're sure that this next thing is going to be the thing where they're finally going to be happy. You know, very often 
there's an underpinning of something being stripped away or shaken, as I had um, mentioned before, a health challenge, relationship, a career, a child, like some aspect of a role um, that was an important part of your life gets th- tipped upside down, right? For many, it's playing small. They know they're being invited, called, uh, begged internally to get out and to live their truth out loud. This is who I am. This is what I've been through. Maybe you relate and you're just asked to speak your truth out loud, but you're hiding out because you're afraid. You're afraid that you might be judged um, by your friends or family or social media. You might be rejected. You know, and I would say the last kind of presentation or not the last, but another category is people are feeling urgency. It's like, I hear this all the time. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it's May. How did we get to 2023? It just (laughs) seems like, you know, five years ago was seven days ago. Like there's this urgency of time and it's almost looking forward to the legacy. And they're like, wow, like, did it matter? Did I matter? Is how I invested my time and who I was being in the world, like, did it matter? And so there's no neat one buttoned up uh, definition. There are right. 7 billion of us beautiful lights of expression in the world. There can't be one presentation, but they usually are somewhere in that arena. And at the core of all of it, you are being asked to reconnect with your own truths, to stop living by what the world tells you is the truth. And a lot of it, they're simply behind on, you know, even as we learned with science, my goodness, the first gut brain was written in 1907. And we could argue our ancestors knew it thousands of years before that in terms of the spiritual heart having infinite knowledge. And so so it's just an invitation. It's going to masquerade as a a blow-up or a shake-up or this isn't fair, it isn't right, I've worked hard, I tried to do the right things, da-da-da-da-da. But if we can just sit back and, and be silent, like silent is the most powerful tool that any of your listeners can ever develop. And uh, in that stillness, your truth will speak. Wow. Is this a book that um, you think would be better? Would somebody who's maybe just graduated from high school or college, would they benefit just as much as somebody who maybe has been in the workforce for 10 years and doesn't quite know where they're going? Here's what what has been so fun and so delightful for me. At the core of the book are what I call um, seven key spiritual principles, the soul solution. Okay. And they are soul, mind, heart, body, gratitude, service, and love. So I'll give you an example of one. I direct my mind in service of my soul. And then I teach the reader, there's an earth view. We have 70,000 thoughts a day. So there's an earth view and our mind in the earth view usually sounds like, 
Why did I say this? Why didn't I do this? I should have seen it coming. It's more critical, right? Generally speaking, it's not enough. We could have done something better. The soul view of mine says, you've got this. The answer's 12 inches away. Just a few breaths, just a little bit of silence. You've got this. And so in all, and then, and then I have the beauty of the end. How do we live our soul view, our highest potential, while we're navigating earth school as souls in a wonder suit of a body? <laughs> you know, we're in this earth school, I call it the earth gig. And what has been delightful for me is that I'm hearing from 20-year-olds going, oh my God, this is like my daily blueprint. Like I sense this, but you gave me language and these statements like, guide my daily interaction. So I feel like I'm showing up like a better human being. I didn't even know I had this whole potential. We never learned about it in in high school. We never learned about it from our parents or college or our jobs. So I'm hearing from 20-year-olds. I had somebody, I forget if she was 83 or 85, and was recounting to me what peace she experienced because this isn't a book about just reading. This is a book where there's tangible practices after every chapter. And I tell people reading is only partially beneficial. Get your journal out, do every single one of the practices. And I promise you, by the time you get done, by with the end of the book, you'll be like, you will have learned something pretty amazing about yourself. Maybe your confidence will have gone up, maybe new skills, maybe a clear direction, maybe forgiveness. I don't know what will happen, but I'm seeing from 20s into the 80s, I don't think it's about age. I think it is about an openness because we are not taught that the invisible holds more power than the visible. So if we go back to the the beauty of the and, we are human and we're divine. We will have joy in our life and we will have pain. We uh, learn through the visible, what we know with our five senses, what's been proven in best practices, the familiar. And now we've got this whole trove of unlimited invisible wisdom. We got this whole trove of invisible support every day. I mean, we could just step outside for a moment and breathe in the life force of air. What our trees give us, what the water gives us, what the sun gives us. Like there is so much support in the and around us every day. I love it. I I love the the fact that you see beauty in everything. And I think if everyone saw the beauty, yeah. they would be so much happier. You know, nature, I was a kid who played in nature. I grew up in farm country. And so, you know, that that's what we had, climbing trees and the local swimming pool and riding our bikes and, and working on the land, whether it was my grandma's gardens or walking beans, you know? And so I grew up appreciating the land, but along the way, I got disconnected with the beauty of nature. I was in a plane two to 300,000 miles a year internationally as a single mom and a 
executive. And I learned to function really well. Like my life was clicking on all cylinders. But every day, I forgot to pause when I left my front door and say, thank you. Like, I can't wait to to, uh, see how you're going to speak to me today. Thanks for the support in the van in advance. You know, that's wonderful. I, 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 I forgot. And nature does that for us. The second we're on the land, our troubles become smaller. Like I can be wound up about something, man. I have not cracked the code, nor has anybody <laughs> from my perspective, on my perspective. And, you know, some days I'll get wrapped up in when I'm in my head. That's always the clue. In my head, I let the 70,000 thoughts, it's on repeat. And I'm like, how should I do this? You know, and when I finally hit the pause button, say, pumpkin, let's just go a block down the road. And then I walk onto the land. And all of a sudden, I'm. I do talk to the trees. I know some of your listeners are going to go, oh my gosh, she just lost me. But here's the, <laughs> here's the deeper truth. We're all energy. And right. there's so much communication that the trees, the stones, the creatures, they work in concert. They work in harmony. And if you can lose and soften your busy mind and be so present, like I, I love to watch the squirrels playing tag. And I love to notice what I notice. And like sometimes the trees will be thrashing and I'll say, gosh, what am I allowed to thrash in my life? You know, like nature speaks to us. And if I just pause and listen, then in the next moment, there'll be the beauty of the sun peeking through and radiating light on me saying, you're the light, pumpkin, you're the light, quit all this outside game, this is, life is an inner game. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, You know, I, I meditate at least once, sometimes twice a day. I'd like to go outside and I like to garden. I like to go to the beach. And and to me, that's the great reset. It's like, it doesn't matter how tough something is. I can reset it and start over. And so it, it, it keeps me feeling grounded and happy and connected to the spirit and, yeah. It's a wonderful, wonderful way to look at life and 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 just constantly being the student, you know, learning and yeah. evolving and trying to be the better version of myself today than I was yesterday. Am I always successful? No. But I hit that reset button again and I try again. That's what we and do. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty. We yeah. get to begin again and again and again and again. Right. We have all... Earth school is about our evolution. It is about returning to love of ourselves. You know, most of us are so darn hard on ourselves. That is true. Our 70K, our inner critic is on high alert, letting us know where we haven't measured up. The outside world, if you turn on the news, open up a magazine, they don't use these words, but essentially what they're saying is you're not enough. You don't dress right. We don't eat right. We don't have the right retirement fund. Everything's blowing up around us, which is not true. There are measurable acts of love every day. We just have to open our eyes because we see what we look for. Yeah. 
I always tell my clients, if you knew how powerful your words were, you would never say another negative thing to yourself again, ever. Yeah. Carolyn Miss had the- They're very powerful. Yeah. Carolyn Miss had the brilliance of saying, every word is a prayer. I would go so far as saying every word is a declaration. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to invite your listeners next time you speak out loud, I want you to ask yourself, is that what I'd like to have happen? And if not, we must, 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 I implore you, we must change the nature of our dialogue internal and spoken word external. So I'm not one that artificially like slaps on a happy, positive uh, affirmation, although I love affirmations, but like if somebody's feeling exhausted, I don't want them to go, oh, I feel amazing because they so they're tired. Their kids are up in the middle of the night or they had a project or they just had a busy brain that wouldn't shut off. (laughs) We could say is we can get to neutral and we can even get to generative. So if somebody feels exhausted, what if they said, I cannot wait for my second wind. I look forward to my second wind like that. Our cells can believe because in our trillions of cells, Cells respond to our spoken and thought word. Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, even if it feels like everything's been stripped away in your life and you're sitting in a dark place, I would invite you, and I teach you how to do this in the book, but I invite you to settle into the dark. And most of us want to push it away. And I'd invite you instead to say, welcome. And you might be sobbing or maybe you're even shaking a little bit or maybe you're just ticked off because you can't figure it out. Wherever your emotions are, say, welcome, my friend. Uh, What would you like me to know? And just sit with it. And you might hear something bubble up in that moment. You might not hear something for a week. But in the beauty of the and in light and dark, we have forgotten that dark is vital to life. It is in the dark, deep, rich soil that seeds um, grow. And by the way, even in Minnesota through frozen ice and way too much (laughs) snow for my liking this year, the sun is actually nurturing those seeds in the ground we can't see. Right. It's in the dark of a womb that babies grow. It is in the dark we rejuvenate, plants grow, our cells um, restore and turn over. So embrace, embrace the dark as you would embrace the light. And your inner light in the dark is actually always on. Well, we have about four minutes before we end the show. I just want to touch on what is the benefit, um, or let me rephrase this. How does living out your full potential benefit others? Mm. I'd like to just end with that. Yeah. So I actually, many of us were taught to raise what can we get from life? what, What can we go after for in life? I think one of the greatest benefits of shining the truth of who we are, whether we are, no matter what role you're in, 
because I truly believe every role is vital. It's a spoke on the wheel and we can't do it without everyone. So I don't care what your role is. But the benefit is, is when you are radiating your life, when you wake up in the morning and say, thank you for this gifted day. When you say, I'm just going to choose to shine today and lead from love, even if that person is a jerk and they're having a messy moment. This is a vibratory world. You cast one stone of light, of hope, of belief. It ripples out, literally, we know, across the world now. Data is proving that. So that I used to believe that and used to be thought of as woo-woo, but now we actually know that to be true. So the benefit you, you will leave, you will live your legacy every day. We don't leave it. We live it each day. You're going to change somebody's life in ways you can't even imagine. And fundamentally, you and I and your listeners, um, we are the creators of the humanity that we know is possible. So my bet's on us. Let's do this. Thank you so much. It's it's been an absolute joy uh, talking to you today. And if you'd like to get Janine Thompson's book, 911 From Your Soul, you can go to Amazon or anywhere their books are sold and you can you can pre-order it or you can order it um, if it's not at that particular bookstore. So 911 From Your Soul by Janine Thompson. And um, is there, um, would you like to talk a little bit about, we have about a minute left, talk a little bit about how somebody could get you uh, as a speaker or um, as a coach. Yeah. Um, how can they get in contact with you for those? Yes. Well, you can contact me on my website, janinethompson.net, J-E-A-N-I-N-E, thompson.net. And there's a contact page. And whether you want to talk about a possible inspirational speech or performance speech, I've got quite a range in speaking, or you want to do some coaching work, or honestly, you just have a question from today. I would love to hear from you because... I do these podcasts because I believe, and I have since I was a a therapist, I believe in our innate potential. It isn't that we have to discover it. It's been there all along. We just have to give the layers of gunk away. Thank you so much. And if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. You can subscribe to our magazine. The next issue comes out on the 10th of this month. So if you'd like a copy, make sure you subscribe. And if you're interested in um, coaching with me, you can go to my website once again and uh, contact me directly through there and get a free consultation. And I just want to quickly give a shout out to everyone who's listening. Without you, this would not be possible. So thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.